to the podcast, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Very, very authentic, that, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Very genuine, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, Steve, you're a guest on the podcast. How do you feel? First time on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you just you just talk for Ireland anyway, so it doesn't really make much of a difference whether it's yeah. recorded or not. Yeah, I think when you, when you listen to podcasts, you have your own input in them anyways and your own opinions also if you're on the podcast as well but you're not actually on the podcast do you know what I mean do you really pretend that you're on, on no, the don't, pre- no, don't, pre- don't pretend I'm on, on them but like I kind of imagine if I was on them what would I be talking about and what would my input be yeah what would it be it depends on the podcast obviously right do you know what I mean I would listen to a lot so if you went on like Joe Rogan what would you be talking about Joe Rogan oh well Joe Rogan goes very deep on a lot of things and he'd only have like experts on so I don't necessarily imagine what I would talk about if it was purely just me and Joe Rogan sitting down but I'd say it'd be a bit crack obviously yeah I'd probably take up back up drinking for that just <laughs> sit there with Joe Rogan whatever he has to offer Um, but he usually has someone who are like experts in their field and that's what I do find like you'd have your own opinion like you do on everything it's what you're listening to things as well I guess so yeah your own input. Yeah. So you listen to Joe Rogan and you listen to what else? Barry Seal. Uh, yeah, I've gone off him a little bit lately. I listen to a lot, a lot, a lot of his stuff. When I think a couple of months back, actually, when he was in Indeed doing the talk. After that, I think I actually started listening to him for a good bit, and it was really good. Mm. He gets people on, and I think his goal is like to influence and guide people on how to better themselves day to day. Whereas you know, Joe Rogan or, you know, your podcast. Not that that's not the aim of yours. They are all obviously like that in their own niche, mm-hmm. let's say. But I feel like Joe Rogan's can be can be anything from like, you know, fucking UFOs to FBI to, you know, going to the gym, UFC to just fucking with his mates having the crack, having yeah. a drink, having a smoke. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So he's loads and they're like three hours. So he has loads of really in depth stuff like that. So that's I think I'm Joe Rogan is the most I've looked at listened to lately, listened to one on dog nutrition recently, mm-hmm. uh by James Smith PT actually he was one who hosted it mm. with uh Connor Brady Doctor Connor Brady Irish fella, who uh dogs first dogs first is his website and, and his Instagram, which I thought was really good for Koi so that gave me a lot of knowledge around that mm-hmm. um. So if there's something kind of going current that's relevant to my, I don't know, life. Your interests at the time. Goals, yeah, interests. I'll stick it on and give it a go. Mm. Um. So yeah, so it's been a good few. Obviously yours as well, we've been listening to. Yeah. Just Mine, like what you were saying, is a bit, um, it can be a bit of anything. Like, I suppose it's still very new as well and still finding out what works, what doesn't what my style wants to be mm. what my style wants to be what my style is mm. so there was a bit of a a theme in the more recent episodes with with Row and with the with the Liverpool girls which the is scouts. yeah um which was like how we got to know each other mm. but yeah, I don't think that I don't think we intend we didn't intend to to end up talking about that um but obviously to put it out there for anybody that doesn't know, Steve is my what would I call him? Unfortunate other half. <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate for you or unfortunate for me? Unfortunate for me. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Fortunately for you, you're doing very well. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> what would you call me? Call me whatever you want. You're the, you're the half. You're just my Steve. You're, you're Steve, yeah. Yeah, we'll everybody that. that knows. A few people will be getting that. But feel a bit sick after hearing the way you said that. But anyway. What? My Steve. <laughs> the lads, the Johnny lads listen to the big old guys. And your mates. Actually, the lads have you back in this. I'm, I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah, come whatever you want though, but yeah. The other the other half I do the say about you most times, I would say. Yeah. Just like the missus sometimes. The missus, yeah, do we? Yeah, yeah I do the other half more. It depends who it depends who I'm talking to. If yeah. it's like work related or if it's like the lads don't so I don't really say it unless I say Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're the people I talk to the most. But yeah. So sorry, long winded of who I am for many. <laughs> My my partner. Yeah. My other half. Yeah, that's when you hit like late twenties, thirties, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Say partner. Or are you going to this political back and forth? I say partner. Yeah. So people don't get upset. I know. Yeah. I don't know. But um, obviously, there's been a lot of people that have asked for like a male perspective on the podcast, and I don't think I could have males on it until I had you on it. Because that's that would be fair to say, wouldn't it? Yeah. Would any you be, reason? Would you be annoyed if I had somebody else on it before nah. I asked anyone? Mate, it's your business. You do you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's it. <a> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely not. Not sure. Like, like, what difference does that make? It depends. Like, you, you could be getting fucking, you know, <laughs> Louis Copeland or something. Don't say someone real famous. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not famous. Yeah, everyone will know him, though, but he's yeah. not famous. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't care genuinely. You, wouldn't mind. you know I wouldn't. But obviously you're a fashionable guy. I've heard that and you were bigging me up there in the, the podcast with Raoul and Faye. I was, wasn't Yeah, it? you were. Were you happy with that? Well you were bigging me up in some parts and then others we were talking about those <laughs> those top man three buttons, but come here. That was all the rage. <laughs> Squeezing around the boots and all that. That was actually all the rage them T shirts. Oh yeah. I mean I'm always in with the trends. Even though when you look back at the trends you're like, What the fuck is that yeah? That was horrendous. Couple of them, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But um, what I was getting at was there was a, a trend in kind of like how how me and the gals had come to be come to be friends. Yeah. So um, we tell the story of how we came to be <laughs> came to be an item. Yes, <laughs> I wouldn't say an item now, but <laughs> um, no, that's a complete secret. Of course, can't tell that. Why? I'm obviously joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many times you'll dive in on this podcast. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, we can do if you want. Go on, you go. We won't give them all the ins and outs and details. But yeah, we'll we'll tell, them, you give, tell it from me. your perspective because there's two, there's basically two different sides to this same story. Of how we met, like, or just, like, how, how far do you want to go? Well, tell the, the, for, the first day. Oh, the first day? You don't want to say how we met first. Yeah, do that as well. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> um, so... I guess I didn't know you at all. All your friends, Claudia, Shauna, Shauna. Shout out to the girls. Shout out to the girls. Um, and obviously all my mates knew you as though, like your Robbie. Yeah. I think Tomo maybe. The lads from like Darndale and Kyola up that, up that area. Up yeah. Um, and I think it was just right when you one night where I'd seen you. Mm. And it caught me eye and then obviously I'd said it to Robbie. But Robbie was like, I don't know if he has a telly. So I was like, alright, so obviously didn't do that. And uh, we went back to a gaff party that night, back to one of the girls had done a maid. Mm. And uh, I think me and you were chatting. 
back then as well. But like again, nothing to that. Yeah. You, you used to drive everywhere in your little ponto. Um, I just remember having a mug. I don't know why. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, random. Yeah. No, glo- no glasses left. No glasses. Yeah. And uh, you you obviously went home that day or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I then found out a few weeks later that you obviously weren't with Andy that night either. But it was fairly recent or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this was back in the day where you'd be on Facebook writing stupid shit. <laughs> and I think there was there was a thing going around where people were writing up tag your mates exes or who they fancy to start like a fucking thread of back and forth of just for the laugh. So Kana started that. I think it was Kana, yeah. Um, and then people just started ta- tagging and mentioning people that they knew like the other or a stupid ex that they didn't get out anymore so there was lots of that and then sure enough didn't Robbie tag you in it and yeah. me yeah so you were like oh what's what's what's, what's uh, this about what's this about and uh i was like lovely she's responded so that means there's engagement right <laughs> she's, she's she's open to a conversation so then i just dropped you a message and we went from there and um, we obviously texted for a couple couple of, I'd say about a month or so before we even went out. Mm. Um, I didn't really have a, any idea who you were before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I didn't Philippe know who you were either. Yeah. yeah, Philly, yeah, big fat head. But, <laughs> sorry, Philly. Um, <laughs> That's not, very not, not that he's listening to this, but well, that was his nickname, so like, he's grand. Um, and so I said, we should be should go to Oktoberfest for first day or whatever you want to call it, which you were up for. Um, I'd said it to you the week before, obviously. Um, and now I'm in my phase, I'm, what age was I? 25? 25. 25, so like I'm, you know, 22, 25, was out every weekend, twice a weekend, like non-stop. Yeah. Um, couldn't, couldn't imagine that now, but anyways. Now let me just, to start off. No, no, right, take I'm my gonna, perspective. I'm gonna want, yeah, I'm going to want people to just pay attention here and just think about people, what you what what do in this scenario. Majority of yours are, we're not asking for a vote here now. We're, we're <laughs> no, giving we my perspectives, big major own points of But, um. Oh, so I was out every weekend anyways, um, so during the week, went out, I think it was Top Man or something, got myself a new shirt for, for Saturday, Saturday we were gone, wasn't it? Saturday for October, lovely, got myself a nice red check, you know, them ones that were really in, in the in fashion then, a um, pair of jeans, pair of River Island jeans, and I'm not sure if I wore runners or shoes, shoes, Jesus, imagine. You definitely, you didn't wear runners, no. definitely wore shoes. Pretty brogues or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, got them, and then a few of the lads still was Ken, and then a whole group, whole group of lads and girls were going to Oktoberfest on the Friday, and texted me, and I was like, yeah, of course, fuck, let's go, had great crack, went in, and then certainly came. The plan was Amy to come down to me in a taxi for about tennis, I think, nine or tennis. You were in work, I think, in River Island at that time. Yeah. And there I was, came. I think I was in work that day. I'm not sure. I used to work in the airport, if I'm not mistaken. Then. I can't remember where you worked on a metro. Oh, you were in 1-2-3, so it was on the oh, weekend. Oh, 1-2-3, it was on the weekend, so it wasn't work. work. But I remember in my room, shower, boom, new short on, lovely, buttoned up, ready to rock, waiting for Amy to uh, to give me a text or say she's on the way, whatever. And and previously, I think it was that day or the day before, Kana had said, here, we'll meet you in today and we have like a little bit of a day, I'll get someone to go over. He's like, yeah, fuck it, why not? Um, and sure enough, I get a phone call at Kana at like 10 o'clock, and he goes, still, Amy's in here in the queue, what I mean? Are you not coming? I was like, I was like, really? I'm in the gaff ready waiting for her to come. So sure enough, he goes, put her on the phone. He put me on the phone to her in the chat and she goes, oh, well, I assumed you weren't coming because you didn't, because you came yesterday. I'm like, what? Can't, do, can't do two nights in a row. This, this is all you said at that time. <laughs> I, can't, I assumed you weren't coming today because you went yesterday. I was like, what? 
So sure enough, um, I jumped in a taxi anyways, went in, had a mad taxi driver tell me some mad stories. Flew in into Octoberfest by myself and went in and met Amy. And uh, she, there she is with her mate, Sean Finn. Um, I remember sitting on the bench and they were standing at the toilets and I could hear Sean Finn go, is that him over there? And I obviously heard them, so I looked over and I said, yeah, that's him over there. <laughs> Two of them looked at me laughing because they didn't think I'd hear him. So uh, first date was me, Amy, Sean Finn, um, Kana and some girl. Uh, we had great crack at Octoberfest and then me, you, Sean, I got a, um, a, rickshaw. a rickshaw up to sin and a few double book of Red Bulls that you didn't like. But, but it was great crack. So you, you missed one major detail. No, 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 I didn't. No, you did. No, because that was th- what happened in that, like, step by step. Is it? Do you disagree? Well, there's one major, major detail. Go on, highlight it up. and we'll agree or disagree. So, you had asked me to go to Oktoberfest with you mm-hmm. on, like, say, the Sunday or the mm-hmm. Monday, whenever it was, that we were going to go on the Saturday. Yeah. Nothing else was said about it after that. And then when it came to the Friday, Friday night, Saturday, you d- never sent me any texts to confirm that we were going. We were talking back and forth throughout the week, though. We were talking back and forth, but never anything about going on the Saturday. Mm, but is it fair to say we confirmed on the Sunday that we were going on the Saturday? Yeah. yeah but okay, so did we cancel <laughs> in between then? No, we didn't. Okay. But we also didn't reconfirm. So like this is a, this is a first date type of scenario and girls you can chime in here on what you would do and fellas actually because some fellas would probably be like yeah no in fairness you didn't you didn't reconfirm. Well you we've, we've asked a couple of your mates and they believe you stood me up so got stood, <laughs> got stood up on our first date but look come here we're, we're here nearly eight years later so it's worked out for the best either way. And Sean Fane is still a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing Sean yeah. was sound. Imagine she was like. No, fuck that, Amy. Yeah. I hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was good crack. Um, and it was a, a, oh. a good a good first meeting, which I think you said you were surprised, weren't you? That that was the recommendation for the first first yeah. day. Yeah. You used to really used to getting brought to the cinema and not even looking at each other for two hours, and then dropping you home, give us a kiss. <laughs> Sorry, you're not getting kissed, mate. <laughs> Just watch fucking Rugrats movie with you. Movie. <laughs> um, Great movie, all the same. Yeah, no, I never really, because obviously you are older than me. Like you'd be a lot older. All right, than me. settle down. <laughs> I'll be looking for jobs here. When you get to dive in. <laughs> yes, I'm older, but let's clarify. I look younger. Older than me, so. I look younger. So you were obviously a lot more mature at the time. Still am more mature. Do you reckon? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's probably the bit. Well, bringing it back to the to the outfit at the time. I think what I My outfit. Yeah, outfit. yeah. I remember your outfit clearly. I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah. I'll tell a lie. I remember. Nice. I remember. Candy apple red. Candy. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Candy apple red. Yeah. Was it that colour specifically? Is, is that the right way to say it though? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like a bright the, red. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but I think people can picture those red shirts from River Island. Yeah. Top man back in the day, the check ones. They were they were all floating around. They I, were. I had one. I remember. Neil Joe had one. Yeah. Still was definitely had one. You had a couple of Farrow ones then as well, didn't you? Ah, yeah, that's a f- good few years after that. I thought we were still in the wardrobe. <laughs> haven't <laughs> left the, that wardrobe. don't know why I even brought them for my mask after here because they haven't <laughs> left the wardrobe once. And I tell you what, never mind your mask after here. You brought them to fucking Australia and back. <laughs> I did get one or two wears in Australia because we had some. Uh, <laughs> you brought full on three piece suits <laughs> to Australia and left them hanging in the wardrobe. I <laughs> know uh, we didn't. I brought one blazer. I didn't bring any blazers actually to Australia. Oh, me River Island spoon. one. The Navy River Island one I brought because I wore that to the races. You're telling absolute lies. You brought full suits. Did I? Yeah. 
So like <laughs> No, I didn't bring any Because remember in Thailand On the way over I considered buying one Yeah Because I didn't bring any I only bought a River Island one You only brought blazers, did you? The River Island bla- blazer That was the only one I brought I don't remember you having a River Island blazer The little navy one. Oh yeah, I don't remember that one It's in the bin so That's the one it's I wore to the races <laughs> To the races bin. that time And uh, didn't we The races and uh, potentially the boat For New Year's Eve Oh yeah And you would use to wear a real blue shirt Yeah, I wore a white shirt to New Year's Eve And for the oh, races yeah. I think yeah. My dog's gonna start choking, so. That's alright. You can't hear him that much. You say it every time on the podcast. You can't actually hear him. Can you? No. Um, when he keeps saying it. But yeah. Just for your <laughs> listeners. Just so, just so you know, she's getting the beer back. Don't worry. <laughs> this is a side note, but uh, say what you said to me last night when you came in after listening to my podcast yesterday. Oh, I listened to a few yesterday, but um, the one that you were by yourself. Yeah. In here, yeah. I was just because you're obviously sitting on the. On no, say exactly how you said. Yeah, really, yeah, because you're obviously <laughs> sitting on the chair with the microphone in your hand, and there's obviously parts where you you put the microphone closer to your mouth to make further away from your mouth, and then you're shouting as well. So the volume went up. I was like, it was really annoying. I just wanted to turn it off. <laughs> but that's the truth. Just love putting on beating around the bush. Like that's how I No, felt. you said it. You. And you were like, I'll make sure you give give honest feedback. <laughs> Go on, tell me how it only woken up from a nap. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 <Obviously, Frankie. laughs> Perfect time to tell you. <laughs> you obviously woke up with Charles Violence. You were yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to go out there and now and tell her exactly what I talked about yeah. podcast. Yeah. Didn't say a single thing about the content of the podcast or like, you know, what, what you thought of topics. Yeah, Just come, come out and goes, no, uh, listen to your podcast earlier on. Fucking rack me head all I want to do is turn it off. <laughs> I explained why though. You explain why. Yeah, yeah, because I, you know. Yeah, I'm still working out how to. Yeah, it's fine. You have to get the feedback, don't work that out with us. You know what I mean? You know me, I'm direct. No, I have to just get to the point. Very direct. Yeah. And that's the thing, do it. Like, I do always ask you when I want your honest feedback on things because I know you're going to give it, like. Yeah, and if you don't want to, you just don't ask me because you know it might be what you want to hear. Yeah, if I'm not in the humour to hear, like, pure honest feedback, I'll just be like, which is rare. Yeah, I don't often say. Yeah. But like, there'll be times where I'll be like, I'm not really too sure about this outfit. Yeah. And I'll ask, my I'll ask you because I know you're, I know you're honest. Yeah. Now I don't always take your advice, but. Of course. <laughs> but I, yeah, uh, I do ask. You do. Sometimes. Yeah. Like I always think of the time when I beat when I um, we hadn't planned on going to this to Sunny Federa in I beat the rocks, and so I didn't bring an outfit for that. So last minute it was like, oh, we're going to go to this pill party. And I was like, Say, I don't have a pill party outfit. And I think I've established this on this podcast that like when I'm going away, I have the outfits for the things that I'm going to. So like last minute plans are like a no go. Do you know what I mean? So I was trying to fling together uh, some sort of swimsuit type, you know, outfit. And I took a picture and sent it to Steve. And I was like, what do you think of this? And he was like, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's rotten on you. <laughs> Do you remember that? No, more than likely said that. <laughs> Sounds like me. And I was like, right, no, yeah, fair enough. Um, but in fair, like in fairness to you, you were very honest and you said no, but then you revoluted me money to go and buy some. Yeah, you couldn't have you gone out like that. <laughs> Take me money. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. I'm joking. Bringing down the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, as honest and blunt as you are, you're also, you, you, What's the word like counteracted with like a nice gesture like that? Yeah, because it's not, it doesn't come from a, a place of, you know, 
um, what's the word? Yeah, it doesn't come from a place of trying to put you down or yeah. I'm like, you want my opinion on what I think it looks like? I don't think it looks great. Get something different <laughs> if it's an option. Yeah, and I went out down the bottom and finished yeah. it, didn't I? Yeah, exactly. It was actually lovely. Yeah, it was this. Um, you are very honest though with her. like that, but it's funny because I think we've got a good balance where there's there's things that I put on that I know he doesn't like. Yeah, yeah. Those fucking cowboy boots. I knew you were gonna say it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was gonna be <laughs> the first thing you said. Doesn't look much other than them, but yeah. You don't really like red lipstick. Yeah, it depends on what you're wearing with it, I guess, or how fucking red it is to be fair, but like if girls are saying what if what girls are saying is true that they don't dress for the fellas, then who cares what we think? Yeah. Why, why do you ask our opinions? Yeah. What does it matter? I ask your opinion as I said because you're honest, but like yeah. it is it is the thing of like if I want to wear the silver cowboy boots, which I am today. I am I'm wearing them. You're not gonna me, so you whatever you want. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah. I took them out the bag and he was like, Wear them if you want, but you're not wearing them in my presence. Yeah. <laughs> and what is it about you, them that you don't like? Just don't like how they look. I mean, girls show off their legs, show off your legs then. Don't fucking hide them again. When you're putting a skirt on, show off your legs, and then you're putting that all the way. I don't know. It, what is it? I can't tell you specifically. I just don't. I just, I don't think they look well. And in saying that, there is the odd ones that do look well on people. Like you can see, like them ones that are fairly tight on girls' legs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where it's nearly like, nearly like a legging or a like tight. Tights that go to your knees like they, they can be alright and it depends on what else you've dressed with it as well but like see them loose ones up to their knee and up to, I, just, I don't think they look good but as I, as I said people think they look good when wear them and, yeah. and they do but, look, but I think from talking to girls that like when I say that to people about you not liking the boots and all a few people have said to me like oh my god doesn't like them either yeah. I think it's just a bit, do you know what now that you're saying it is it because it's like like you can't really see the shape of my legs or anything when I have them boots mm. on because they're all they're, they're all baggy. Yeah. Is it because like you can't see the figure? I don't know. Maybe, potentially, yeah. Like show off your skin. Yeah. Lads want to see your skin. <laughs> leave it, leave it out there. Um. But again, it depends what you're dressing for. And look, I think fashion your is a pro- product of your environment. Like, look at all the girls wearing boots now. Rewind twelve months they weren't a thing. Yeah. And even rewind six months now. There was twenty percent of the amount of people wearing them that there is now. Now everywhere you go, whether it's Instagram, cock and ball, you will see a pair. Yeah. Because someone has had them on, or all of them have them on. Like how many times have you gone out with the girls recently where you all have had the boots on? Yeah, loads. All of these. Yeah. So like for me, when it comes to that, it's like I don't want to have the exact same thing on that all of them have, and that's something you say all the time. But I feel like you've nearly kind of gone into that category mm. over the last six or twelve months. Like I don't want to wear. It. I want to be different, but. Do you actually? Yeah, you've different color boots, but you're actually the exact same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. and and look, that's fine. If you want to wear what all your friends are wearing, that's come here. That's your own your own business and your mm. prerogative. You do whatever you makes you feel good. You think looks nice. That's all it's all about. Like yeah. it's, it's, it should be about you and no one else. But um, it's just the fact that it's a trend. Like yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a trend right now. Like me and me top man, top man t-shirts back in the day, and the lads <laughs> we had some outrageous stuff on us. Even the hair was and all back then, like, like when when you when you when you think about fashion, what do you think about? Fashion. Yeah. It's very broad, like. Exactly. So what? Well, like, what? What comes to mind when 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 you say that? When I think of fashion, I think of like, 
obviously the, the most recent things come to mind like what I'm wearing out tonight for my birthday and you know what's like Jesus, very hard question. Me, you're you're the host I'm here. I'm the fucking guest. I'm the I'm the host. Exactly. I'm, I'm supposed to be asked the question. Yeah, exactly. Why do you want to get your perspective? I think of like so like fashion at the moment. I think as you said, like the nice boots, like things like these, like leather trousers. Leather trousers weren't always a thing. You go back to the nineties, they were. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like it ebbs and flows. Like what goes full circle. Yeah. All what's time. in what's in fashion in like the early two thousands, like fell out of fashion now it's back and you know it's mm-hmm. just things like that all the time and, and what would you say is the the fashion trend for fellas now well that's what i mean so i asked you a question is like when, when someone says fashion to me i don't just think of clothes mm. fashion is everything like what fashion is your the how you look your your haircut mm. your your beard your eyebrows mm. your nails your eyelashes yeah your nose your lips yeah, it's like Which is big back for girls. It's everything. So like if you think about like fashion is brands, yeah? And mm. then people talk about, oh your own brand. What's your own brand? And people say, I'm my brand. I know that's kind of a broad and more of a business thing, but it's everything. It's like some lads shave their legs now. Yeah. Because that's in fashion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just the clothes you put on. Lads are shaving their forearms, shaving mm. their legs, getting their eyebrows done, getting their teeth done. Yeah. Getting tattoos. Mm. That's fashion. Yeah. Um, like how many people do you see get tattoos 10 years ago and now they're getting cover-ups yeah. do you know what I mean yeah. or are getting another tattoo and what you might not have got tattooed 10 years ago you're now getting tattooed so I think of everything and I think that's a product product of your environment mm. is and that goes for anything and the old saying of like you know surround yourself with successful people and you'll be successful is no true is, 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 is so true because it's the same with your fashion mm. you are if you look at your fashion, I guarantee if you look at your close circle, whether that's your Instagram circle, your Facebook, mm. any of your social medias, and then your friends and family, that your fashion isn't based off of all that stuff. Yeah. It's not based off people you've never seen. Gosh, because how would it? Exactly. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Is like If you imagine you turned off that circle and looked at a different circle, maybe you'd have a different perspective. Yeah, 100%. So like if you feel like, and not just in fashion, but in life and anything, if you feel like you're not on the trajectory or on the path that you want to be on if you're feeling down if you're feeling anxious but you want to feel happy and you want to feel excited and ambitious okay well then you need to look at your circle mm. you need to understand the root of where is that coming from who is it what is it that actually makes me feel like that how do i mute that and turn the volume up on the ambitious people and that's mm-hmm. what i tried to do over the last 12 months is like okay like trying to do like go to like entrepreneur meetups and stuff yeah how do we link in with people who are trying to start businesses who have all these ideas because then that would give me ideas and it would give me the drive to go and want to do that yeah i think that all this is relatable within our lives in terms of the fashion and you know how you pick your clothes how you dress yourself um and i know if there's people out there who 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 don't know how or what to dress themselves in maybe that's relatable in oh i don't know what i want to do in life or i don't know how to get there mm. is that okay well that to me that means the surroundings that you have are limiting you to do any of those things whether it's stress yourself or start a business or whatever it might be go to the gym whatever it is depending on what you want i think you need to out of your comfort zone mm. go and look at you know turn off all the things unfollow all the ones and the fashion things that you maybe you, you thought you were interested in, but you aren't and then 
you know, go and look for something that maybe excites you. Yeah. And then yeah. follow that. And as you start to repeat that, you will start to see yourself fall into that and, you know, get kind of get kind of addicted to what that is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And again, mm. as I said, that goes for anything, not just fashion. But. Very good point. It's like they always say, like, like fashion is an expression of your personality. So a lot of the times what might happen is people fall into trends and not knowing what their own personality is or like what their values are, their morals are, what drives them. And like you said, it can relate to what you put on your body or what you do with your life or what like trajectory you want to go down, as you said. Like, mm, it's yeah. just about knowing like you and what, like you said, excites you and what. Yeah, and look, <laughs> we've all started in, if we stick specifically with fashion, um, we've all started in a place where it's not in our control. So what I mean by that is we've all been kids, we've all been dressed by our mums and dads <laughs> and our uncles and whoever else. So yeah. like, there's been like very limited choice in what you wore at that stage. But that has a knock-on effect when you go into your, you know, when you start buying clothes. For me, it probably wouldn't have been until 16 when you started having your own job. Mm. Do you know I mean? You're obviously straight out to work, summer job, in between school. Um, until then. And then you're, you're literally... We, wouldn't have had a lot of social media obviously then because I'm an yeah. old lad but uh, <laughs> for any of you young listeners is that you'd you're be looking less. at yeah you'd be like looking at what the lads are buying I mean these are when you're, you're taking trips into town with your mates so you're nearly going into like your top man's your beer skis your yeah. river islands and whatever's on on the hangers you are nearly just taking that anyways yeah. do you know what yeah. I mean like top man had all them offers on like, I think it was 3 or for a 10 or 2 for 15 quid yeah, and t-shirt. that was those ones you and Rowan Fair were talking about with the you know let's say it was a white one but it'd have a blue collar and the tree buttons and yeah. the blue on the on the sleeves as well. Um, we used to have loads of them. Barcodes. Loads of different ones. Yeah, stripey horizontal stripes. I remember oh, a yeah. picture of Steel McCann and me. We had our, our blonde tips in our hair. Absolutely shocking. <laughs> um, all that stuff. But that that's where it comes from. And I think what your mom and dad wear and your family wear has an influence. Not maybe not so much now as it did for us back then because again we weren't looking at Instagram. We weren't looking at. Mm. And that's a big impact as to why all these young fellas, young ones want to get kind of the goose now because that's what's pushed in front of them constantly. Um, so yeah, it's telling them that's what you need to have. Um, and I think that's also. That's also part of you know when you talk about personality, your personality is developed by your upbringing and. You know, mm. were you absorbing stress in your household if if you were and you had a stressful upbringing? Maybe that's had an impact into how you are today. How you are you? Do you find you're putting a lot of stress out? Maybe that's because you've absorbed a lot of stress when mm. you were younger. Mm. Maybe that impacts how you feel about shopping. Maybe that impacts you how about how you think you should dress yourself for how people view you. Um, I know that's very high thing. level. Yeah, exactly. But like. At the end of the day, you need to figure out a way to tell yourself, fuck everyone. It doesn't fucking matter what anyone thinks. Mm. Now, in saying that, we all still want to look good and we are still influenced by other people's opinions because no matter what we tell ourselves, we're always going to tell ourselves we look good. And if you're not telling yourself you look good, start telling yourself you look good, no matter what, because that has a huge psychological impact Mm. on how you approach your day to day, how, like, if you're feeling down, just force a smile on your face walking down the road because I can guarantee you from experience that it will make you feel better instantly. You do that all the time? All the time. If I'm annoyed or if we've had a little, we're out, a little, little spit at each other, like <laughs> we've worked with the dog, I'll literally walk ahead of her and I'll force a smile on my face and it will make me feel better. 
genuinely. Um, and you, you'll you'll start handling situations better then as well. Yeah. And um, in terms of you know communicating with each other, just just all those things. So I know that's very kind of a deep level in terms of life itself. Yeah, but it's all interconnected. Like, yeah, hundred you know percent. I mean? Like how you feel about yourself on the inside is gonna determine how you perceive yourself. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you feel good in yourself and you put something on, like I I always say that the that an outfit has the power to make you feel a certain way, but like really it's just your perception of how you look on the outside yeah. so if you can flip that on its head and say oh actually i feel really good yeah then you're gonna think that you look good on the outside like regardless yeah 100 percent. so at and the end of the day it's a, like it really only matters what you think of yourself because you can never fully understand what other people think of you and what what their um what their opinions of you are yeah but like this is what i wanted to say to you because you are the most like I was gonna say confident, but it's not even confident. But the you don't give a bollocks basically what anybody thinks of you. Yeah. And but you've said that well, it hasn't always been that way. It's more so like in your in your later years that that you. Sarah's only seventy. Yeah, like that you've been like that. So like, do you think that that has like? impacted you and how have you kind of transitioned from caring to not caring yeah it's an interesting one and it's uh, like i definitely think it was around maybe between 17 and 19 when it happened mm. um like uh, i'll obviously my i'll mark philly went to the Delhi secondary school and I think Mark was not, he wasn't a fucking A student or whatever you want to call him. He obviously was in fights and stuff. And yeah. the teachers, um, when Philly, like yeah, and then Philly came in the next year. <laughs> Philly came, even he's been a dog, it's all right. Don't mind. Um, Philly came in 11 months later, and then the approach the teachers took was, oh, he's another Barwick, and treated him bad straight off the bat without giving him an opportunity. Mm. And then my man decided that. Right, well, I'm not putting you into the same situation. So mm. he sent us down to Nessens in Val d'Oil, me and Andy. And I wouldn't say I was the most popular in school. I would have said I had one close, one close mate in school. A few lads, obviously, I knew in the year above, like who looked after me in some situations as well. But I would say I was probably bullied to some, some aspect of, depending on how you look at it, uh, um, what being bullied is or whatever. But mm. sorry, just slightings and stuff. And I'd say that would have impacted me back then. Whereas, you know, I wouldn't be excited to go to school or have a laugh with your mates, you know what I mean? Some would say, oh, it's horrible or whatever, but maybe it's helped me manage these things. Um, I would say I was definitely very sensitive to people slagging me down outside of school. So in school, like, I wouldn't be fighting anyone or anything. Like, there's bigger lads in there as well. Not that I'd be opposed, but I would say I would have been more afraid of them than I would have been outside of school, like in Clare Hall or at home. Mm. Like, I'd put it up to anyone in that sense. And... People used to say me because I've big ears. Everyone says big ears, right? Which is fine. I don't give a fuck now. Big ears, so what? Um, but like people used to say that to me, whether that was my little brother Andy or one of the lads on the road. Like, if they said it to me though, I would just like pure rage and I just start screaming. And I would do that, like it was like someone would press a button on me and I mm. there was no thought That's process. Awesome. It was like the adrenaline's gone to my brain or whatever, and then I just react. Yeah. And that was like that constant i'd say till i was about 17 18 and then i don't know something just happened in my head where i was like why do i care 
why do I care what they say and why should I do that to them mm. off the back of it? Um, and then it was literally like someone had flicked the switch and then you could say anything and you know because you do say anything to me. <laughs> and the thing is I have a good group of lads as well. We're, we're all pretty much yeah, like anyone out there in their lads groups and maybe in their girl groups as well that we slay each other. And yeah. that's look, it's more of an Irish thing as well. But um, you can say anything about me, anything about my family, anything about you. Mm. It's a slag. Yeah. That's and there's nothing more than that. Like if anyone ever physically done anything to you or to any of my family or mates, yeah, they course. know I'm there. Mm. Um, you know, for for anything and I always have their backs. Yeah. But yeah, from and I, I just transitioned then from that age and then no matter what it was, I was like, I actually don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. You have zero control over over my life. Mm. So why should I let what you say impact me day to day? Because then yeah. you win. Yeah. I lose constantly and if you go through your life it's 365 days a year even if you only got one slag in a day which i can imagine you're probably if you're living in ireland you get more than that <laughs> yeah. you go with your mates in the weekend you're getting it constantly for a couple of hours <laughs> that's you know multiply that by 10 that's nearly you know nearly just short of four thousand slags a day <laughs> four thousand days of people slagging you that's a very quick way to get depressed and to hate yourself yeah fuck everyone it doesn't matter what they think yeah and that's what they always say surround yourself with people who who give you the honest feedback Mm. in the best possible way with the best possible intentions but i know that people say have a thick skin you don't need to have a thick skin just don't take it serious yeah because people i think that's the main thing isn't it yeah because like if if you're fighting with your mates who are slagging you or even fucking you know john you're seeing down the cock and ball the weekend so you've never met in your life mm. who gives a fuck what he thinks <laughs> if it's fucking simon on the bus or the 27 <laughs> Who cares what he said? You'll never probably never see him again. Yeah. And people get I find get bogged down on all that stuff and like all these people like politicians and banks and all the people within power, they have a bigger impact on us but don't slag us to our face and yeah. take more offence to that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. to the people who are actually having influence on your life. So like just just be light hearted. Take what people say, just take and just be like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Just brush it off. Just brush it off. Do you know what I mean? Like I heard someone saying before it's like does this person like actually make a, an impact uh, do, do they actually have an impact should I say in my life day mm. to day mm. like are they somebody that I actually care about what they think Yeah. and if they're not somebody that you would actually turn to for advice then it shouldn't be somebody that you care what they think yeah 100% and I think there's also you know it's also subjective within that as well because I used to be like that myself mm. but I think me and you have learned to learn to understand that even some of those people in that circle you don't need to listen to them either you value what they say in some instances but in yeah. some instances you're like no i disagree with you completely and don't be afraid to disagree with them mm. but you don't need, we don't need to get into a back and forth with them we're just like i disagree with you i yeah. know what i'm doing is right for us yeah etc but we um, learned that like nobody knows our situation no. as well as we know our exactly. situation so and i think we learned that hard way as well. yeah 100 percent. but it's something that will stick with me forever because like as i said nobody knows our situation like you know your situation so like even when when you think that people mean well because they always mean well mm. like if it's your close friends and family they always mean well yeah they still don't have all the facts no so it's still that they if they're giving you advice that's going against what what you like think yourself in your i i'm always conscious of saying in your gut because i don't know that's a bit wishy-washy but like people you, know what you mean like. but you know in yourself what, yeah. what you think is right yeah and like if if they are telling you otherwise like you just have to stop and have a little think about it don't you i think the biggest thing is actually just taking a breath and thinking about it and breaking it down which when you're in situations of pressure like that 
when I say pressure, like you need to make decisions here or there and mm. pretty quickly and maybe that's lack of planning or whatever, but that's life, I guess. Yeah. Is and look, come here, maybe we wouldn't have learned that lesson if we didn't actually do it. Mm. So, you know, yeah, maybe exactly. maybe we would have looked back and gone, Oh, maybe that would have worked if we had it done what they said. Yeah. But they haven't been through the process themselves and they have very different um different opinions of what uh, this was obviously around the dog of what the dog means to them and mm. what life means to them do you know what i mean whereas to us the dog is the life yeah and perspective is such yeah. a huge thing nobody else exactly. will ever be able to understand the how you see the world because mm. like how i see the world is completely different to how you see it it's yeah. completely different how anybody else sees it yeah so like if i just don't think we take that seriously enough or i don't think we understand that enough like that every every single person that's walking this earth has a different opinion on how the world is yeah than the next person yeah 100 percent. and i think i think people people force too many people to try and see the world as they see it mm. especially in relationships yeah girls call it the girls right because i'm a fella and i'm I'm part of lads, but I'm, I'm sure there's lads out here that do the same. And look, there definitely is. Um, is that girls, whatever the reasons may be or how they feel in their relationships, for some reason feel uncomfortable, unsure when they're not with the fella. Which. which now, generalize. you're generalizing. Generalizing. Policy, so, look, like, there can't be loads of variances within yeah, this yeah, and yeah. that, in this, etc. So, like, there's nothing direct at anyone. It's just what my experience and my understanding is of it is that then those girls try to force the lad to live within their means. The, I'm going to say their means, I mean the girl's means. And not say, you live your life and have that balanced part as well as me living my life and then we have our own together. Because that's the way me and you are, right? We have our life together. Mm-hmm. We, have, we have the dog. We have our day to day, our dinners, whatever, work, etc. But if you have something with the girls, you go out with the girls. You don't come home. You don't come home. Just the main <laughs> thing is like just let me know you're safe, and that's grand. That's fine. If you want to do that, you want to do that. Yeah. And same goes for me then. Yeah. Whatever it is, you're going on the holiday. You're going whatever. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of it. You you leave each other to go about yourselves, mm-hmm. and there's no question in between. There's no like where are you? Blah yeah. blah blah. It's like. You know, having a good time, great, chat to you later. And mm. I think we're really good at that. You've done that a few times with me. It's like, go on, enjoy your, your weekend. Yeah, 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 Text me, text me, whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Which I think is good to have that kind of trust as well. And that doesn't come without its own challenges as well. We've had obviously lots of challenges. But I think if girls and fellas done that more, they'd have a much better connection at home to, to get. And again, mm. I don't, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a... Uh, couples therapist or anything like that so I'm not by no means an expert that's just my opinion on the matter yeah of, it's just how you of how I've seen life happen around me yeah um and I guess for me not for the the lack of relationships because people might say Steve's never had long relationships with an Amy and I, I think that's one of the main reasons why though is I found that I can identify how a girl would be long term in the very short term it's like I don't want that mm. do you know what I mean it's like Red flags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> call it whatever you, you want to call it, but it's like you can just tell us right away is like I don't want to have that sense of or let's say that that lack of control of my own life by being with that, that person. Mm. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that person isn't a f- fantastic fantastic girl and great mm. girlfriend. 
I just didn't get to that because of how I felt. So yeah, yeah came so, to the opportunity then. Yeah, so that's kind of yeah. I know that went on from how I started not giving a fuck, but I think that's the most important <laughs> okay. thing. And that and I approach that every single day. I I, I actually don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Mm. And I think that's the biggest biggest luxury to have in life. Yeah. Because if you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, like you see me going over the steel ramps in my car, I go over my two kilometres an hour, even though <laughs> fellas are coming up behind me at 50, <laughs> and hit beeping me, and like, I actually don't give a fuck. Do you know what I mean? And I don't do that to annoy people, I just not wrecking my car, so. But like, but it, even those little things like that, I talk that about, example like, is gas. people will, yeah, but people will feel pressure, even if they want to go slower around, but we'll still go over at like 15, 20, because someone's built behind them. Yeah. And again, I know that's a mad example, but <laughs> but I actually don't give that fucker as I'm like, this is my car, I'm looking after it, you slow down. You just do what you want. Simple, yeah. yeah. Go around yeah. me if you want to go around me, but I'm going over these at two kilometres now. <laughs> um, and I think, honestly, that is the biggest luxury to have yeah. in life. And if you, if you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks, and my mates will vouch for this as well, I, I don't in that sense, is that... They, they actually joke and laugh that like it's, it's impossible to... Yeah. To fucking rile you up, like. Yeah, like I, I, I genuinely don't like, and and I think it's good. And obviously, the most the people that would most annoy me would be the people closest to me. Yeah. Because they know a, me. Yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Because they 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 know what's important to you. They know you know what, what actually you see value in, or yeah, yeah, you know yeah. stuff like that. And if they kind of cross that line, and you're like, you like, yeah, exactly. Like sometimes I do slag you, and you're like. <laughs> you had to play the sympathy at home though. Yeah. You're like, that was very mean. Yeah, yeah. Said, oh, shut yeah. up, you. You yeah. slag me all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. Long story short, you don't go bollocks on you. And you got there from just basically saying to yourself, listen, why do I actually care what these people think? Yeah, and I just I just think the experience, obviously, in, maybe it was the feelings that, and again, I don't know, I'm speculating here because. You never I'm truly know. I'm fucking 33 now, and this is, I'm saying, maybe 18, which is mad. It's like 15 years ago yeah. I left school, which is insane. Yeah. Don't don't fail. And look, I don't think anyone ever does. You know, when you see outfits doing stuff, like, in their 40s, 50s, and you're like, oh, that's gas. And like, I hope we're like them. I was like, people never grow up. You, you, yeah, you grow older, but you don't grow up. No. I do, and I think if people try and do that, you're missing out on life. Like, like, grow, like you were saying to start, yeah. Like you try to try to be mature and like you can be mature, but you can also be childish. And I think yeah. it's so important because think about like think about the kids and stuff. You know the imaginations that they have. That's what that's what successful people have now. People that own businesses, people that and look, life isn't about necessarily making millions of money, loads of money. Mm. Like you could be you can own a business and be very happy and very successful, making fifty grand a year. Which oh, pays, yeah. which pays your bills, covers your kids, whatever you have. But I, f- I what I meant by that is those people have imagination. Mm. They can imagine themselves doing this as a living, and they go and they do it. Yeah. And I find that's the same as kids. So like, like I think people should should always be childish. Obviously, when you're out and you're going to work, you have that mature side of you. But you know me at home. Mm. We're, we're fucking, we're a bit mad. But I think everyone's like that as well. But I hope they are. I hope yeah. they are. And what I was thinking about there when I went to the toilet is that. I've talked a lot about relationships on this podcast, but like, if you're not laughing at home in your relationship, mm. sit down and, and have a look and think about why. Because if you're not laughing, like something that we do, we do, we laugh a lot. Yeah, we do. If you're not laughing at home, there's something wrong. Mm. I think that comes down to like how seriously you take yourself. Because, like, yeah. I don't take myself too seriously 
abuse and sometimes they do. <laughs> but I think a lot of that for me stems from my mum and dad. Yeah. My mum and dad so laid back when we were growing up. Yeah. Like my dad would give out to us when you come in mucky off the green now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'd yeah. be like, oh, because the gaffer gets dirty. Dirt, like. And my mum would be like, will you shut the fuck up? It's a bit of muck. <laughs> that was that man. That was that was probably the most. That was probably the main thing you would get given out to every like most days. Like there'd be nothing else you really get get, get in trouble over. It'd yeah. be just coming in dirty, or coming in and going out, coming in and going. It's like you're in there like yo yo yo. Give over, but so my ma would always be sitting there with him and go, Shut up, it's a bit of fucking dirt. Caskets, you usually do it right around, isn't Yeah, my, my dad does all the cleaning, she does fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Um, oh, but but they were so but they were also very laid back in the sense of us going, like, there's obviously five boys, so like you go out and there was like my ma would never text you on where are you, come home. Yeah, do you know, none of that. And, and for me, when people always say, Oh, my ma's texting me, going where are you okay I'm like that's bizarre <laughs> like to me that's like so strange yeah. like if my mum might ring me and go here yeah, dinner's ready but like I didn't have a phone till I was 16 yeah but that's what, just as they were coming out like I had a fucking Sony Ericsson flip phone I'm not far behind me right um, so like I think that comes from that as well in terms of I don't know being laid back in a sense because I'm not laid back in everything I'm, I, I, I would I would like to say I'm, I'm ambitious and enthusiastic but yeah. when it comes to life and things you're a new saying but we haven't said it in a while it's, it's not that deep it's, not it's like you're getting a little bit annoyed or something but just tell each other it's not that deep it's actually and it works. so powerful like just to say those four words to yourself yeah if whenever depending I'm on your, your perception of what they mean but yeah. we've created the meaning of you said sure. to me one day when you get a little bit too annoyed at me or if I do if not, I'm going to say it's not that deep it's just not and in fairness deep, like once you understand and you've kind of created that rule for it, you're like, yeah, yeah you're right. Because if you think on the flip side, like if you think it is that deep, your mind will just spiral down like into yeah. like, oh my God, fucking kill him, this and that and all, melt her and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you're just in such bad form. Whereas you can just nip it in the bud. You say something that annoys me and it's probably just something stupid, like yeah. absolutely stupid. Yeah. And I was just so it's not that deep and then all of a sudden you can just laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes all the difference. Yeah. Um what I did want you to talk about on the podcast was um your time in Louis Copeland. Because you obviously learned a lot mm. about, you know, men's fashion when mm. you worked in Louis Copeland and stuff like that. Yeah. Tell us about that experience. Um, we'll have to pause and reconvene. Dun, 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 to be continued. To be continued.